I remember that cold, prickly feeling down my spine after I gave notice because I was like, what am I doing? I just said goodbye to like my benefits, my salary, my like company sponsored computer and phone and all these things. And I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And uh, hey, here we are now. And it's one of the best decisions I ever made. Welcome to The Wedding Plan. My name is Tyler Spire, and I am a luxury event planner based in Santa Barbara, California. This podcast is where I share behind-the-scenes adventures from the picture-perfect events we produce, as well as advice for running your own creative business. Fellow event professionals, small business owners, and those of you who love to throw a good party, you are welcome here. Hey friends, welcome back to The Wedding Plan. Uh, My name is Tyler Spire and I am an event planner in Santa Barbara, California. We do event planning, design, and florals. And this is a special place where I can share my heart with you. Uh, If you are a creative professional, I hope that the stories and kind of behind the scenes adventures uh, that have uh, fueled and kind of been a part of my journey uh, bring you some laughs, some empathy, If you are a couple planning your wedding, I hope that this is able to just kind of shed some light on what happens behind the scenes to make these amazing events come to life because it's not all glamorous. (laughs) And uh, if you are just here because you love weddings or love events or love us, uh, welcome. Thank you so much uh, for being here. Uh, I get a lot of questions, a lot of questions, uh, especially from creative entrepreneurs who are maybe newer Uh, or just starting their business, or maybe they've been in business for a long time and they're looking for a shift. And I get a lot of questions surrounding quitting your full-time job and moving full-time into entrepreneurship, especially in this sort of creative event sphere. Um, And so today I wanted to share a little bit with you guys about my journey going from events being a side hustle to being my primary source of income. And so before I go into that, I mentioned this uh, in last episode, but I I wanted to say again that full-time entrepreneurship is not for everyone. You are not successful because you are full-time or not successful because you are not full-time. We all create businesses and have different talents and do different things and do it for different reasons, right? Some of us have businesses to be a creative outlet. Maybe the income itself isn't the driving force. Or maybe we have businesses as supplemental income because we already have our careers, uh, or we need to support a family and the business really is about like making a dollar. I mean, everybody has different goals going in and all of those are valid. And I think sometimes in like creative entrepreneurship literature, there's such a focus on like going full time, making six figures or whatever kind of, picture people have of what success is. And so before I even share like my decision process and kind of the story of how we went full time, I want you to know that wherever you are and whatever your goals are, they are valid. 
So a little bit about me going full-time because you guys, it was an adventure. Um, I shared in the last episode how I started this business when I was 18 years old as a side hustle. I shared how I had no intention of staying in this business, even though like my favorite book as a child was looking at uh, Princess Diana's wedding album and playing weddings with my toys. And obviously here we are now, and it's very clear that I'm really doing what I love. But uh, I had no intention of doing this and I kept doing it. You know, I had a first job kind of in an accounting capacity. And then I had a job in the nonprofit world, which I loved, but the salary wasn't quite making ends meet. So here I am uh, in my mid-20s. I am married. I have uh, our oldest daughter. At the time, we had a foster daughter as well. So two little kids, two mouths to feed. We live in a small apartment in Santa Barbara. And uh, I'm working off this nonprofit salary and working essentially a second full-time job running a wedding planning and design business uh, to make ends meet and to kind of have that extra cushion and saving to buy a house. And again, you know, that's like what we were doing at that time. And I will never forget how overwhelmed I felt because I, for me, I love to give 110%. And if I say I'm going to do something, I want to be a man of my word. And I want to be able to deliver what I say I'm going to deliver. And I remember loving my job in the nonprofit world, but feeling like I was never quite enough or never able to give enough. And then I remembered my job in the wedding world, right? My business. And I felt like I was just never able to like quite give enough. And then at home, like in my marriage and with my kids, I felt like I just wasn't giving enough because quite frankly, I was drowning. There was way too much on my plate. And that was mainly due to the fact that my event business was growing. And it was no longer just a side hustle. We were getting some real inquiries for some real clients and getting some traction. We had a publication happen. We had some people noticing what we were doing. All of a sudden, venues were putting me on their preferred vendor list. My hobby business was starting to grow up and grow up really fast. And I will never forget the night where I sat down at my kitchen table and I had my laptop out and I just, I opened a spreadsheet. For any of you that know me, you know that I love a good spreadsheet. I love numbers and I like making very data-driven decisions. And I opened this spreadsheet and I just calculated out, these are the weddings I have in the coming year. And this is how much money I'm anticipating making off of each one. The million dollar question is, can I survive on just that income? And I didn't think I could. I remember thinking, I am so far from being able to do this full time. I do not want to take the risk. I don't want to take on debt. I have kids. I have a family. I'm saving to buy a house. There's all these things that are kind of, I'm holding right in my hands that I need to balance. And I have all these responsibilities. I can't just quit my job if I can't support the people who rely on me. Uh, And maybe some of you listening to this uh, can really relate to that uh, because I had a lot of responsibilities and I didn't have the flexibility of not having a stream of income for a while. And so, um, but I did the math guys. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, if I book three more weddings, we can make this happen. We can do it. And uh, that really planted the seed to uh, quit 
my full-time job. And uh, I remember also just having so much like struggle around this idea of quitting because I loved my job. And I loved serving the people we were serving and raising money for the cause we were raising money for. It was like a really special place. I really, really loved and still love uh, the woman who was my boss. She just was so inspiring. She was changing the world and had changed the world for the better. She, I used to tell her, like, I want to be you when I grow up. You are so incredible and like what you are doing in the world and the way you have given your life to helping others is amazing and being kind of in the office with her and like following her and being able to learn from her was just amazing and I remember sharing with some close friends of mine I feel like either decision is the right decision because I love my job and I either need to like tamper down on the weddings and just go and stay in this job that I love and eventually grow my way in this organization or grow my way in the nonprofit world, become an executive director, do this and embrace it. Or I need to go full-time into weddings. And either way, if I quit my full-time job in this business, I'm going to miss it and I'm going to be sad. And if I do weddings, uh, excuse me, if I do uh, the nonprofit world, I'm always going to wonder what would have happened if I went full time. And so, uh, it was a really tough decision, but ultimately seeing that I only had to book three more weddings, I was like, I can always go back to the nonprofit world, but where I am in my business right now, I feel like this is an opportunity. And so, uh, with many tears, I gave notice and, uh, I remember that cold, prickly feeling down my spine after I gave notice because I was like, what am I doing? I just said goodbye to like my benefits, my salary, my like company sponsored computer and phone and all these things. And I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And uh, hey, here we are now. And it's one of the best decisions I ever made because once I quit that full time job, it created space in my calendar and also just in my mind to be able to grow. Now, funny story, let's keep it real because it's not a fairy tale, right? I didn't quit my job and then book three weddings the next week and oh my gosh, now my lifestyle has changed and everything is better and different. In fact, everything just got a lot harder um, kind of in those, those first couple of years and uh, kind of that's encapsulated by a story. I uh, did this wedding, it was the first wedding I did after going full-time. And I remember thinking to myself, this is my new career. This is my new life. I am going to rock this. We're going to make this wedding so good. We're going to get like great pictures. It's going to go on my website. At the time, Instagram was still kind of new. I was like, we're going to post some pics of this amazing table and it's going to like book more weddings and you know, all the things. My, my business brain is going, it's like marketing and turning a profit and all the things that need to happen at this wedding. Well, you guys, this was the wedding from freaking hell. Like, if something could go wrong, it did go wrong. It all started with, we're like setting up, things are going well, setup's going fine. Uh, we set up this like beautiful arch of flowers on this bluff overlooking the ocean. Again, my mind is thinking, new front page of my website. And we set it up. It's like, you know, this is like when boho is really in. So there were like rugs. It was kind of boho, really pretty. And right after setting up the ceremony florals, you know, the guests are about an hour out. We're, we're getting ready to, to do this. And my phone buzzes and says, 
wind warning, wind advisory. And I remember like looking around and being like, there's no wind, we're good. Little did I know that a crazy windstorm was coming in and in the next 15 minutes, the wind would pick up that arch of florals that we created and it would blow off the side of the cliff down to the beach, not to be repaired, not to be replaced. I get out there, I see the wreckage and you know, my heart's pumping and I'm like, what are we gonna do? And the wind is blowing sand from the beach, is blowing down from the beach up the cliff in the wind. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It was awful. And I remember in that moment being like, we can't do the ceremony out here. And so I like head back to where the couple is. They've just done their first look. They've just like are in photos and I pull them aside and I'm like, you guys, we're not gonna be able to have your ceremony out on the bluff. It is not safe. It is too windy and the sand is blowing. Your guests will be miserable. We need to pivot. And Obviously, that couple had to go through the emotions of that change, and we did it together, and they ended up having this like beautiful, sweet ceremony in a uh, lush sort of garden area that was sheltered. Uh, we didn't have the flowers there, but the garden was so lush. It was so beautiful. It was so heartfelt, and their guests were all really touched. Well, thinking that was like the craziest thing I had to deal with, of course, we had into dinner and there were just challenge after challenge, you guys. There was uh, someone at the venue wanted things done differently, but we had already completely set up just a miscommunication that happens, Um, but they wanted things changed and it was like almost impossible to change. Things like the DJ was playing the music way too loud for what was allowed on the property, but the property hadn't properly communicated what their boundaries were. It wasn't listed in the contract or any vendor rules, so we didn't know those boundaries. I mean, we are just talking like really, really rough night where I felt like I was putting out fires the whole time. And I remember thinking to myself, this is not what I signed up for. Like I signed up to be like an entrepreneur, do weddings, like make all these beautiful things. And I am putting out fires right and left. I'm like sharing this right now and getting a little bit of a stress headache just from talking about this day. Um, Clearly I'm not completely over it, but uh, like, I just remember thinking this is insane. This is absolutely crazy. And uh, that was humbling for me. Because, you know, not every wedding that first year being full-time was like that, but pretty much every wedding that we've done, I tell all my couples, there's always a thing. And no matter how perfectly you plan and how bulletproof your itinerary is and your logistics and your vendors and your team and all the things are, there's always a thing. The rogue parent, the rogue uncle, the crazy weather, the abnormal heat wave, the unexpected rain, that like real life happens. And I tell couples all the time, and that's why I have a job to navigate what real life is going to bring so that your day still goes smoothly with sort of that attitude of peace, joy, and flexibility, sort of our mantra that we carry into every wedding weekend. So Kind of to go back and summarize, me making the decision to go full-time was not easy. It was really hard. Um, Going full-time, though, was uh, once I was brave enough to make that decision, uh, it really changed my life. And, And I do want to acknowledge, you know, looking back, not only was sort of the financial aspect holding me back, but I think I was really afraid of failure. I think I was really scared that, like, if I go full time and do this and fail, that's a reflection of me. And if I fail, 
that'd be really embarrassing. Like, what will my family think? What will my friends think? What will my clients think? Also, doing it full time means that like my designs and what I'm doing and what I'm putting out there, people will see. And whenever people see art, they either love it or they don't love it or they feel impartial about it, right? We've all seen an artist's work and sometimes we're really drawn in and sometimes we're not. And that rejection of your, it's being really vulnerable to put your art out there. And that rejection of art or like the commentary about, oh, I don't like that or I would never do it like that or I want it different can be really hurtful. And if you're not in alignment on the inside and really have a deep understanding of who you are and what your values are and a value in what you're doing, that can be really hard. And you know, as I look back on where I was in life, Uh, In addition to just the stress of money and family, I think that my own insecurities uh, were probably the number one thing holding me back and uh, definitely, you know, held me back probably longer than they should have. I I look back and I probably should have moved into this, you know, full time sooner, but, you know, I wasn't ready. And uh, it took getting to that point of being so overworked and so beat down and so overwhelmed to be like something needs to change and again it's not a fairy tale after that i've learned so many things and had so many seasons that are amazing and so many seasons that are so hard because it is a journey owning a business it is a journey growing a business and our business has grown so much from when i quit my full-time job and lived in a small apartment to when we moved into a condo and like literally did all of our flowers out of our garage to moving into buying our house here, to starting our business in the garage of that house, and then moving to offices in downtown Santa Barbara. I mean, like you guys, it has been a journey going from being a solopreneur with some part-time help to now having full-time employees and a full staff. We have grown so much and every step of the way has come with incredible joy and incredible challenges that we've navigated through these years. So Anyways, if you are considering making the leap to full time, uh, I encourage you to look at the numbers. Look at, you know, if you don't have a family or people you're supporting, look on like what you need to survive for the next six months or whatever and see if you can have that in your savings to be ready to go. Or if you kind of have the side hustle and the full-time job, kind of see how many more clients you need to book to be able to survive. Be ready to be a little scrappy. Um, Some business experts will disagree on this, but I was not wanting to incur any debt going into going full-time. I didn't want the added pressure on top of just needing to make this business work of debt and payments and things like that. So we were scrappy. We, like my wife and I, like we were strict on our budget. We were careful with like what we were spending with business expenditures. Like I made my own website. I did my own things and was creative and I leveraged the contacts and things that I have to be able to make that happen so that we weren't going into the red um, to make it all happen. And uh, like I said, doing that gave me the headspace uh, and the time on my calendar to really be able to build what we have today. So no regrets there. So thank you guys for listening and I'll be back with more uh, advice and stories and kind of behind the scenes on making the magic happen uh, at weddings and events. Live your life within the moment, moment And don't go wait until the morning, morning you never know when it is over, over All that I know is we'll get older, older So let us dance this side away